Are you desperate for 2024 to be your year to reach your health and weight loss goals? Are you on the hunt for ideas or things that can make your life easier or less overwhelming? Have you been doing a lot of thinking recently of all the things you've tried in the past that didn't work and looking for ways to make this new year different? If so, I've got you. Today, I'm brainstorming with you the ways that you can make 2024 seem more simplified and less overwhelming so that you can feel more in control and actually reach your goals this year. Thank you for tuning in to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast, where starting messy is always better than perfect. My name is Rebecca Santos, and I'm a busy mom just like you trying to level up my health and reduce stress in this crazy life. Since becoming obsessed with all things health and wellness, my mission here is to share information so you can finally lose the weight you want and feel energized because us moms all deserve to feel good. If you're ready to get motivated and have 2024 be your year, grab that iced coffee and let's go. Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits, drive through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad? Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here with me another week. I'm super excited about today's episode. It's definitely something where... You know, I'm working on a ton of goals this time of year. I think a lot of us are. Um, If you listened to last week's episode about start, like why wait, start now, um, maybe you're in that mindset or maybe you are waiting till the first of the year. Whatever it is, whatever fits with your, your life and your goals and your dreams, I'm here for it. And I know for me, really doing a lot of self-reflection and just really focusing on what the past looked like and how I want the future to look like, it really helps me. And there's some things that I've kind of been working through and going toward, working towards. So I wanted to share them with you because I think they can be helpful to a lot of us, whether it's you know working on career goals, relationship goals, financial goals, or health and weight loss goals. I think having a set of tools in our toolbox is always a good thing. So here are some things. These are eight things that I'm kind of using as tools and just thought processes to kind of cultivate my 2024. And I hope that they can help you stay motivated, stay on track. And yeah, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. You can always, always email me at hotmessmomhealth.gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys. So here we go. Number one, and these are in no particular order at all. They're just as they came to my brain and I wrote the notes down. So do not feel like one is more priority than another. It's just kind of how my brain processed the information. All right, number one, this is something, and 
like before we even get dive into this even more, like I am doing all of these things. Like I just want you guys to know, like I am in this with you, whether it's like working on my career goals and what I want my future to look like, or whether it's my health and wellness and my, you know, whether I'm looking at, you know, putting more muscle on this year or whatever it is, I am working on every single one of these things right there with you. You know, what my goals are might be different than yours, but I am doing all of these things. So I will keep you guys posted on my progress. And I would love, like I said, to hear from you guys. And if any of these things are helping you, if they've help motivate you, keep you on track, all of your successes, even if you're having like, you just feel like you're not, you know, getting where you want to go, please reach out. I am here. I'm an open book. I share everything that I know. And if I can help, I would love to. Okay. Back to the subject at hand. Number one. Okay. Clean house of social media, news, podcasts, anything that is not either number one, bringing you joy or number two, is taking away from the mindset that you want to be in. So for me, pretty much during COVID and after COVID, I just got rid of watching the news. It is very unlikely that I know a lot about what's going on in the world unless somebody tells me. And for me, that keeps me in a better mindset. Now, I'm not oblivious to the world and the issues that are going on in it, but watching the news consistently every day really affected me having anxiety, feeling like overly stressed about things that I have very little control over, right? So if you're that person, really try to limit or be cognizant of how much news you are consuming. Even the social media people, you know, whether it's a news channel or whether it's an influencer that makes you feel bad about yourself, or if it's somebody that's not contributing or helping your mindset, then get rid of them. Maybe you don't have to delete them. Maybe you can mute them. Maybe you need to be better with setting limits to how often you're on certain sites or certain things that you're looking at or like news consumption, things like that. But really clean house. So I am in the process of doing that, like cleaning house, even to the extent of like podcasts that I listen to. And I probably follow maybe more than a normal person would follow when it comes to podcasts. But if it's not, if it's not a podcast, like I follow real estate podcast and just random podcasts about random facts and different things. If it's not a podcast that's going to contribute to the goals that I'm working on for this year, it's gone. It's getting deleted. It doesn't mean that I won't go back to it. It doesn't mean that I don't find the podcast valuable. It just isn't keeping me focused on my goals. And this year, we'll get to it in a few seconds, but my word of the year is focus. So for me, really streamlining the things that I'm consuming And cleaning house of things that are not helping me get to where I want to go is a main focus. So this may help you really just target people, podcasts, and things that are positive motivations to where you want to go. So I hope that that helps you. That is 1000% something I am doing right now. Number two is do an action board instead of a vision board. And full credit goes to, I heard Dr. Tara, a neuroscientist, interviewed on a Mel Robbins podcast recently. And I have to be honest, I have done vision boards in the past, never really got much out of it. And I heard her perspective on doing an action board instead of a vision board. And it got me really pumped up to do an action board. And I think that goes to the fact that it's things that you want to see in your life 
and you're going to, you're making action towards. And it was all just a mindset shift about looking at it differently, that I'm not creating this fictitious vision that I want to get to. It's what are the things that are going to either resemble or motivate the action to get to those goals. So I am definitely going to dive into creating an action board for 2024. And if you are a visual person like I am, this may help you. And I think taking away the spin of it being a vision board, where it almost seems like this fictitious fairy tale things that you want, and putting that word action behind it, it just completely shifted my thoughts on it. And I'm excited to see if I do it and I complete it and I put it up somewhere that I'm constantly reminded of it, if it really helps to keep me focused. I feel like it cannot hurt me in any way. And really looking at it from the mindset of an action board rather than a vision board is going to be just what I need to continuously switch my mindset towards working towards focus and being accountable to my actions that are going to get me to the goal that I want. So again, um, Dr. Tara, she's a neuroscientist. You can, you know, Google action board, Dr. Tara, and it pretty much comes up right away. It's like the first thing and it tells you all about why she started it and kind of the thought process behind why calling it an action board is so critical in actually helping, having it help you reach your goals. All right. Number three this is something I mentioned a few seconds ago, but it's create a vibe, a word or a motivational saying that is going to basically carry you into your year pick you up when you don't feel like doing something, right? Because there's going to be times we just don't feel like it. We're going to throw in the towel. We feel like we've given up. Things get hard. Things throw curveballs in the mix. All of the things. And, you know, for me, for anybody listening, a lot, when I turned 40, I got Choose Joy tattooed on my wrist. And I can't really say that it's helped me all that much. Um, maybe I just need to, like, stare at my wrist more. But um, it, it is a reminder, you know, it is a reminder to not get caught up in the negativity and try to look at the positive side and the joyous side and things of life. And it's not always easy, right? But I think creating either, like I said, a word of the year, a vibe, an essence, something that you want to just feel at all times during 2024, it can help. Whether you put that word tattooed on your body or whether you put that as your background on your phone, whether you put it as your backdrop on your computer, whether you put a little sticky note with it on, you know, whatever will help motivate you, whatever stays in your your line of vision that keeps you focused, I think can help. Like I said, some of these things, they're not going to hurt. They're not going to hurt anybody doing these little things. And something's going to work for you that might not work for somebody else. So I'm just kind of going to throw all of the things that I'm trying at you and hope that one of them sticks. And that really helps you reach your goals. But there's going to be times when you just feel like giving up. And I think having just that driving thought, word, maybe it's even your why, you know, dig deep, ask yourself why five different times to get to the core of why you're doing this, why you want this goal so bad. But figuring out what that is, what that powerful like phrase statement or why is, and using that as motivation anytime it gets tough, because we all know it will get tough at times. All right, number four, and this is similar to number one, but a little bit different, and it's remove any and all distractions. So obviously you're, you want to clean house with different things that you're consuming when it comes to like social media and podcasts and things like that, but this is more like physical distractions. 
or maybe people that are distractions in your life and looking at things from the angle of if it's not helping you, it's potentially hurting you. And I mean that in like the kindest way, right? Like if you have people that are surrounding you that are not lifting you up, they're not working at any of the goals that you are, either they're just not on that same page or they maybe think you're silly. Maybe it's a career goal and you want to go back to school and get your master's degree. And every time you're with them, they make you feel bad about yourself. Get rid of those distractions. If it's narrowing down time with people that make you feel bad about yourself, so be it. If it's getting rid of things in your house, like you can't eat or be around certain foods because they're distracting to you. If you can't be around certain people who are constantly going to happy hour and yet you want to be sober this year, whatever it is, we really have to decide for ourselves what we want and what is causing distractions because the more we can eliminate those distractions, the better off we're going to be. Again, it's not a perfect thing, but really looking at it from the mindset, if it's not helping you, it is potentially hurting you or setting you back or keeping you from where you want to be. And if you looked back at like years prior, you're like, you know what, if I would have maybe stopped going to happy hours, maybe I would have been a little bit better off. Or maybe if instead of being guilted into doing something, maybe I should have just said no. You know, getting rid of the distractions around whatever it is that's not, it's not helping you, it is potentially hurting you or it just flat out is hurting you. So whether, like I said, it's items, people, anything at all, whether it's just decluttering your house and get rid rid of physical entities that are making you anxious, making you more stressed out, get rid of those distractions. Like I know for me, like walking into a messy kitchen is a distraction for me because it it doesn't give that sense of like, I know what I'm going to eat. It's easier to make make a bad meal. It's easier to just grab something because the kitchen's already a disaster. So why would I want to make it? Like, it's just, why would I want to make the mess worse? You know, kind of thing, that mentality. So it's like, if you need to become more minimalistic and you need to eliminate stuff, whether it's getting rid of the distractions of the clothes hanging in your closet that are constantly making you feel bad about yourself that you're just never going to fit into, you know, removing those items out of your life. Okay. Number five. So, and this is a little bit of a mindset thing, but start acting like the person you want to be. And if it's hard to act like that person already because it seems so far away, ask yourself questions like maybe it's hitting your habit, you have a bad habit of hitting snooze and just being rushed out the door in the morning, feeling frantic, making, you know, not being able to pack your lunch, <clears throat> all of these things. You know, ask yourself questions like, is this what the person I want to be would be doing right now? And if not, maybe start journaling about what happened this morning or what happened yesterday and what could I change? What was the person I want to become? How would they have approached that situation? And really start journaling and asking ourselves, how can we better act like the person we want to become? And again, it's not going to happen overnight and it's not a perfect thing, but reminding ourselves of what it looks like to be the person we want to be at the end of the day, whether it's a year from now, two weeks from now, 10 years from now, whatever that is, we're constantly reminding ourselves of the positive reasons why. So we are reinforcing our goal to get to that end result. So constantly just asking ourselves, what would what would make you proud? You know, and what would that person do? What would they act like? What would they say in this instance? Things like that. Reminding ourselves that there is an end goal. And it's okay to have goals, right? It's okay to have the goal look like something different than is today. And reminding ourselves that that may look different 
it's okay to make mistakes, but it's not okay to continuously make excuses, right? Because we deserve to be that person that we want to be. That's ultimately how we're going to be happy, right? No matter what it is, like I said, a financial goal, a health goal, weight loss goal, a job goal, relationship goal, all of those things. How would that person that I want to be act? How can I make myself proud? All those things. And journaling those really, really, really helps. Journaling is 1000% something that I want to be consistent with this year. It's not something that I've stayed truly consistent with myself. And I really want to hold myself accountable to continuously doing that because I know that it helps when I do it. Okay, number six, figuring out and kind of narrowing down your focus. And this is just an example, but if your focus is eating healthier meals, right? Thinking about what what are the steps that I can make to simplify this and focusing on the one thing. So if it's like you're focusing on financial goals, say, what are ways that I can eliminate spending? What are some easy ways? Maybe it's making coffee at home and not going to Starbucks. And that's one small goal you can work on right now. If it's healthier eating being your focus, then maybe it's getting a meal service so that the meals are prepped for you. You already know what you're making for dinner and it eliminates some of that overwhelm, right? Looking at things to simplify your life. Maybe it's hiring like a chef or finding a restaurant that can make meals so that you have your dinners prepared. Maybe it's not eating out for lunch and it's packing your lunch. You know, it looks different for everybody. Maybe it's simply meal prepping on Sunday, you know, and just having a plan for your week. But think about ways, if if healthy eating is your focus, thinking about what would be less overwhelming to you. And I think sometimes we get caught up in this mentality that like what works for you works for everybody. And it's not always the case. Yes, there are some things that make us feel less overwhelmed. Yes, there's some things that work for you, but maybe don't work for somebody else. But It looks different for everybody. And I think that's where, you know, we kind of, like I said, get caught up in this mentality that like, oh, well, she's doing it that way and that's working. It's never going to work for me. So forget about it. But instead, some people really like ordering from like a HelloFresh, right? And that works great for their families. It keeps them on track. It keeps that overwhelm from like, what's for dinner? Some people like to order from Factor. Some people have like a local chef that makes healthier meals and they have it delivered to their door. Some people just focus on protein and vegetables for dinner. That's it. Like whatever it looks like for you that eliminates the overwhelm, it's really figuring that out. Maybe you're looking at your year and you're saying, my focus this year is working out, is being more active. Think about ways you can eliminate the excuses. Think about ways to simplify this. Maybe it's you know, it could be a couple different things. Maybe it's finding a person in your life that is super active and asking them if you can partner up with them on one of their workouts once a week just to get started. Maybe it's simply going for walks during your lunch break. Maybe it's simply getting a Peloton bike in your house. You know, whatever it looks like for you is not the same for everyone. But if that is your focus, finding out what will make it simplified for you, what will eliminate the overwhelm for what you're focusing on this year. Really sit, journal, think about it, talk about amongst friends, reach out to me, whatever, but really figuring out how can I simplify this one thing that I'm focusing on this year? What can I eliminate? What can I bring to the plate? And really just use that as ammunition and to make your life easier because that's what we all need, right? (laughs) All right, number seven. And this is something that is pretty much forever, I believe. It's do lots of mindset work, whether it's go to a therapist, whether it's find a counselor, whether it's ask a friend if you can just simply use them as an accountability partner and you need to do mindset work with them, whatever it is. It's a never-ending battle 
I feel like we get in our heads so much. We as women, as moms have been basically, I think, told that maybe we're, it's selfish to take care of ourselves. It's selfish to maybe want to be successful. It's selfish for all of these reasons. And, you know, the term mom guilt comes up a ton in my life and it's real. It's a real thing. It is a real feeling. And I don't believe men understand that. But it's not, it's really stop using the mom guilt as the reason we're not doing these things. And that's something that I work on all the time. You know, my husband always says, I don't know about this mom guilt that you say you have, but it's a real thing. You know, it's a real thing and men just don't get it. But you continuously doing mindset work, whether it's investing in a course, whether it's, like I said, finding a therapist, a coach, whether it's reading a book that's going to help you that has like activities or has like um, little thought, you know, prompts that you can work towards, work through, whatever it looks like for you, but continuously strive to do mindset work. Maybe it's even as simple as just incorporating meditation into your life. But I really believe that the mindset work is the biggest part of all of this stuff that we all struggle with in reaching any of our goals, right? Because from a young age, maybe we were in thought to think something else. Maybe it's just as an adult, we've fallen into some role in our life that it feels you're trapped, like you can't get out of. I am just like, I'm busting through that this year. I'm just really, really honed and focused on my mindset. And I think that's something that I've always been focused on, but I'm like doubling down on my mindset work this year because for me and my goals, it's like, nope, no more excuses. 2024 is it. A lot of my friends know, like, I'm just, there's a lot of things that I'm working on and I'm just, this is it. Like 2024, I'm calling my shots. I want you to call your shots too. This is our year. There's going to be major changes and all positive things. And that's kind of how I'm rolling into my mindset work for 2024. And number eight, this is something that actually, I know I listened to a lot of podcasts and talked about that, but this is a great one. I don't believe I've mentioned it too many times in the podcast, but John Acuff has a podcast called All It Takes is a Goal. And the other day when I was listening to his podcast about goals and goal setting, he mentioned this thing called the Finnish calendar. So you can Google it, but I immediately bought it and I am obsessed. Like I love it. I love how it's so visual. What it does is it takes the entire 12 months and it puts them in like a poster size board. For me, I'm super visual. I love that you can order it in a paper version or a white dry erase version. It can be vertical, horizontal. And for me, it's just like that in your face, real time, you know, visual reminder that I'm going to keep these goals and these commitments at the forefront of my day, that they are just never going away. Not that they're haunting me, but they are just, you know, politely there in the corner. And it's just a really great visual way to see what you're working on, what you're working towards, and to see where you kind of have holes that maybe you can put some other special things and other things that keep you motivated to move forward in your goals. So again, it's called the finished calendar. Um, I just, I love visual reminders. And I think this is one for me that's really going to help me this year. I've never had one. I've never even heard of this. But um, for me, I'm super excited about it. So I would suggest checking it out and seeing if you think it's something that could help you too. But yeah, I mean, I am just so motivated to make 2024 my year and I hope that I can motivate you 
to realize that you are worth it. No matter what your goals and dreams, whether they're health and weight loss related or not, I know a lot of people listening might be, you know, have relationship goals. Maybe you want to settle down. Maybe you want to get married this year. Maybe you want to have a new job. Maybe you want to have six figures in the bank. Maybe you want to go for that six-figure job. Maybe you want to go back to school to get a master's degree or become a doctor, whatever it is for you, right? We can have multiple goals, right? Who says we only can have one? So don't stop. Don't don't put your goals in the back burner. Like I said, if they're health and wellness related or not, no matter what they are, you deserve to make your goals. You deserve to, at the end of the day, look back and be proud of yourself. And I don't, I don't think that we have to settle for anything less than that. So I'm here to help you. I'm here to motivate you. I know I'm looking forward to 2024 and everything that has to come with it. I am taking a break from the podcast till the end of the year. I will do a quick episode between Christmas and New Year's, but I'm taking some time to reset and do all of these things that I just mentioned. But please, like I said, if you guys have any topic ideas, if you have any guests you'd like me to interview, if you'd even love to come on, if you have a health and wellness journey that you would love to share that you think will help motivate others, please reach out to me at hotmessmomhealth at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you all have an amazing holiday season and I will catch you in 2024. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.